0: What's up, Magic Gang? Time for this week's episode
1: of Talk Magic to Me.
0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Talk Magic to Me. Tonight, we're going to head out west to Disneyland with our special guest, Amanda. Hi, guys. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. How are Amanda is a fellow agent with us at Magic Vacations.
1: So I hail from the West Coast. I am from Oregon, so Disneyland is my home park. I go at least once a year, generally speaking, um, more than that if I can make it work. Guys, I had to cancel two trips so far this year. I want to cry a little bit. Girl, I had to cancel my one and I was so <laughs>
2: upset, so I feel you. It's killing, me. it's killing
1: me. It's not even open yet. Yeah, that's hard. So I'm super excited to be here and talk about my my home park and one of my favorite parks. We're still happy to have you here so
3: just to let everyone know i have never been to disneyland so i'm gonna ask everyone the questions tonight so first up we're going to see what the differences are between the max pass and the fast pass and i love this because i always hear about it and i truly don't really know the difference so tell me about it
1: max pass is quite a bit different than the fast pass plus you would get a walt disney world vacation It's an add-on to your ticket, so it's an additional charge of $20 per ticket per day, but it allows you to make FastPass selections from your phone, uh, versus using what's considered the FastPass legacy system, which actually has a physical FastPass printed from a distribution location within the parks. And this can be added to a single day. Um, You can add it day of, or it can be added for the entire number of days your park pass is good for.
2: Yeah, that's interesting uh, that they do it that way. And I also think it's interesting that Photo Pass is included in your Max Pass. So you don't have to buy a memory maker like you do at Disney World. If you buy the Max Pass, you have the Photo Pass. So I've actually heard of people, if you have a really huge family and you really just want the pictures they'll buy the max pass for one person so they get all the pictures so that's definitely very cost efficient
4: and then also another difference is max pass is done the day of your trip whereas at walt disney world you book them or you can start 60 days out amanda i haven't been in a while but do you notice since it's like the
2: same day people that don't have the max pass are there a lot of runners when the park first opens that run to their favorite rides to get the printout ticket. We're There's
1: a, like a three-way divide. It's either Peter Pan, Space Mountain, or Indiana Jones. So where where are you running first? I'm always headed for Adventureland first.
2: Okay. those where you could be like, um, I always have a max pass, so I do not run.
1: <laughs> um, I I don't always have a max pass. I actually recommend like waiting until that day if you're not sure your entire group will use it. And I often travel with people. Who don't want to go on rides that would actually benefit from a max pass? So choosing that day, knowing you can look ahead at like what's still available, are the parks really crowded? Should you spend the money on max yeah. pass today
4: or not? I think is um, sometimes a wise choice.
2: I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I know there's a lot more runners at Disneyland.
4: Maybe I should clarify that when I said it's the day of. The day of is the selections of your rides. And you must be in, like, checked into the park.
1: You can't start making your reservations before you actually check into at least one of the parks. Once you are inside, though, you can make Fast Passes for both Disney's California Adventure and Disneyland from within either park.
2: So with MaxPass, you're doing it on your phone. And without the MaxPass, you have to go up to the ride and get a printout.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Max Pass saves me a lot of miles, guys. That's
2: why I said runners, because if you don't have that Max Pass and Indiana Jones gets to a long line if you're walking in, sure. there's some parts of DCA that if you're standing on Main Street are closer to you than, like, Galaxy's mm-hmm. Edge.
1: That's true. So and far- for, for those who haven't been, like Dana, they're so close together. You can see the entrance of California Adventure from the entrance of Disneyland, and it's super easy. It takes three minutes to walk from one and get checked into the other. They're closer than Universal you. Parks. They are wow. like, like Islands
2: of Adventure and Studio. You don't have to take yeah. a bus and a plane and walk and the Skyliner, <laughs> and then take another bus and a boat.
1: <laughs> right. You just have to walk. That's you literally just doing. have to use your feet. That is the easiest
2: mode <laughs> of transportation.
3: I'm so glad I can leave my plane at home. <laughs> so here we go. I'm so excited. Tell me about the ride comparisons
0: between disney world and disneyland all right so i think a big one for me is space mountain and hyperspace mountain i love space mountain don't get me wrong but it's very wonky and it kind of wings you around and hyperspace mountain is just like it's an experience like you have the speakers behind your head you sit next to someone so it's too wide it's not like winging you around and it's just awesome it's so much better. Those speakers behind your head actually
1: form a hidden Mickey. Oh, I didn't.
0: Really? Huh. And then I'm such a huge Pirates fan. I think I have to mention the Pirates ride there. It's it's so much longer for one. Really? It has more drops and the first like scene that you go through is like the bayou and you actually go through the blue bayou restaurant. It's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, there's yeah.
2: A, by far. Um, it's amazing there's a whole extra scene i feel like our pirates ends so off and it's like all right what was that like the storyline mm-hmm. just ends there the storyline continues a little bit and it's really cool
1: but the ah. queue in disney world is so much better than mm-hmm. the queue that's true Land. it's so packed and tight and there's there's just so much more to see in the queue at disney world all right
0: and then i also want to mention splash mountain because i think disney world's splash mountain is better because Disneyland, it's a single row, like you sit one behind the other. And every time I go on it, I literally fly off the seat. <laughs> I am like screaming for my life, holding on, because I don't like big drops, anyways. Hasn't that happened before at a certain water park?
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. because
4: someone told me to not hold on (laughs) i know riding splash mountain at disneyland (laughs) i was convinced i was a goner like the whole time i was trying to figure out what to hold on to and your feet go weird like it's you can't get comfortable not all the the middle part
5: maybe that'll be fixed after the
2: tiana i've never been on that and i a few people in this thing have been on splash mountain with me i have to hold someone's hand so i don't know what i would do sitting by myself you would be
4: in trouble sit or you could sit in the back where you do sit too in the back on disneyland
2: really okay i would have to sit there because me by myself i would have a whole lot because i talked the whole ride because i'm so nervous i would have all these crazy thoughts and i would probably just jump out before i even yeah. does it I have
3: like as so. many drops
1: does that splash have as many drops it has three so the big one and then two smaller ones mm. i, I feel like
4: it went on longer yeah. though i was like okay i feel like we're getting longer i can't yeah. take any longer <laughs> I don't know.
0: I feel like it's pretty similar, like, the ride, like, the length of it. It's just the, like... Maybe
4: I was just too creeped out that I was going to fall out in any second. Oh,
1: well, I almost okay, so Which
4: one do you like better, world or land splash?
1: Unpopular opinion, Splash Mountain is one of the few rides that I genuinely dislike. I'm like you, I'm nervous the entire time. And I've mostly been on Disneyland, where you have to straddle the seat, and you're trying to, like put your feet out at odd angles and hang on to those bars and i'm literally like shaking the whole time yeah. and i carry oh. that anxiety with me to disney worlds but it mm-hmm. is slightly better in disney worlds for for that <laughs> disney in disney World. so
0: the next ride i want to mention i'm doing this for sydney is haunted mansion because it is also better at disneyland
5: I've heard oh.
0: so did you write it? No. no,
2: no let me. Say, I don't. I haven't been in a while, so don't really like count on me for a lot. I am on this episode because I had the most beautiful trip planned in April, and I did so much research, and I went as a child, so like there's somewhat reason that I'm here. On the haunted, but I I've done so much research, and I've heard it's better in Disney World.
5: It is. It oh. I think it is. I think that it has more of a story and it goes along. However, Haunted Mansion Holiday is right. words two words for you. Hatbox ghost. Okay, ghost. I know. I know. Ghost. I know. I know. And they can easily <laughs> put him in at Disney World. But like, that's the only thing. And he does stay in there during Haunted Mansion Holiday. It's so awesome. It gets Things me so giddy. Trip! I know it's coming. I'm like, Whoa! <laughs> It's so exciting. But yeah, even like the, the hitchhiking ghosts, though,
0: at Disney World are better too. Last thing I'm going to say, because I feel like I'm being long-winded. I could go on all day about this. Is Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Yes. It's amazing. I don't like Tower of Terror. I'll yes. go on it. But my anxiety on Tower of Terror is like, I am like frozen. On Guardians, I'm so pumped because they pump in the music and it's just so fun. It's so
2: faster. I heard it's like a lot faster. What do you think, Amanda?
1: I don't think they actually made it faster, but there's something different about, she's right, the music being pumped in and not not knowing what song you're going to get and like you're trying to focus on being able to hear that. So the Disneyland version is randomized so you don't get the same ride two times in a row ever. It's a completely new experience every single time. And so I feel like that anticipation plus the music makes everything feel more intense. The first time I went on it, I literally walked off like jaw dropped completely speechless like what the heck did i just experience it was just so much more than tower of terror was yeah. they still
5: do an overlay of that during halloween at like night monsters after dark yeah okay yeah i remember that that joe liked that a lot yeah
2: my disneyland trip in april was actually supposed to be solo and i will not over my dead body go on tower tower by myself you could maybe get me on with a cute boy that's the last time i went on tower tower with a cute boy but uh Guardians I was a solo trip and I was ready. I was like I'm going on this by myself. I don't care. I'm
1: excited. So I think too the Disneyland version is missing a whole show scene that Disney World's does. So like as your elevator moves out and then into the shaft where you're actually going to drop, that entire sequence is missing from Disneyland. So you literally you get in the ride vehicle, it pulls back and the ride starts immediately. So it's like there's less anticipation built there too, where people tend to get really like, nervous oh, think- and freaked out. I think that helps. Cool. So you
3: drop immediately, you start? You shoot up
1: immediately. Oh.
2: That's crazy, I didn't know that. I thought it was the same ride system. So I thought maybe they did something. Oh, thank God you told me that.
0: <laughs> it's so fun. I wanna ride with you your first ride.
2: Okay, maybe, okay.
5: Okay, Casey, you have, what rides for you? So I wanted to bring up Carsland. Like, hands down, that is so cool. I pretty much went on Tomatoes Junkyard Jamboree like three times a day. And then once I found out that Alien Swirling Saucers was the same thing, my mind was completely blown. Everything there, just like the cone area where like all the little food stands are. I love it so much. Just all the theming. Another one is the Little Mermaid ride there. I, it's the exact same ride, completely the exact same, except the queue is so boring. You just like walk in the building. There's no castle, nothing exciting. So I'm like, oh, that's one that I'll probably. If you're a Disney World goer and you're going there, just just skip Little Mermaid. You don't need to go on that. I like that there's Critter Country, like that's where Slash Mountain is and Winnie the Pooh. I like the Winnie the Pooh ride better there. I feel like the story makes a little more sense. Uh, one thing I will say that I'm not a fan of is that Galaxy's Edge is way in the back, and then Star Wars Launch Bay and Star Tours are in Tomorrowland. It's the distance for me.
2: I feel like we have that in Hollywood Studios, though, that it's not all together. It's not that it's like super far from each other, but I, I don't like in either parks that all the Star Wars is spread yeah. I really want it all together.
5: Yeah, I feel like it was weirdly planned out, but I mean, it's still really cool. But yeah, I, I thought it was so weird seeing Star 2 like bright and like Brighton Tomorrowland. All right, Disney. And then my last one I want to bring up is Fantasyland because they have all of the classic rides there still. Snow White's Scary Adventures, Mr. Toad's. I love, love, love the teacups there. They're so much better because it's all open, so classic looking.
2: Nobody's brought up my favorite that I actually vividly remember from Disneyland and Disney World.
5: Doontown. Yeah, I was going to say that because you know why? There's a Roger Rabbit ride.
2: My mom said that's the only ride that made me scream and cry, like, a, like hysterical cry. Like even really? Mr. Toad's when we went into Hell and Mr. Toad's, I was like, it was great. Mr. This Toad, Roger Rabbit. Something she said triggered me, and I like
5: flipped. It is kind of dark in there, especially in the queue. There's some creepy things in there. Amanda, tell us some more. What are some What are some gems that we didn't mention? So you guys left out
1: a few of my favorites. Indiana Jones Temple of the Forbidden yes. is in Disneyland, um, and it is amazing. Um, so it's actually the same ride system as Dinosaur in. Disney World. It's like the exact same track, same layout and everything. But for some reason, Indiana Jones is a 100 times better. It's so, so much fun. And we still have Finding Nemo, the submarine voyage, which was made from the old 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And it's just, it's really cute. It's such an like a fun throwback to original Disneyland. I love that they tried to preserve um, a lot of the original ride and then bring in fresh characters. That's really, really fun. And something that we have that no other Disney park has is the Matterhorn Mountain, which is not everyone's cup of tea. It's a pretty jerky roller coaster. It's the first like stainless steel tubular coaster that was ever built. And it definitely shows its age. But for me, it's a classic. It's something I have to go on every single trip. And I adore it. It's just a matter of can I trick or coax someone into going on it with me?
2: It's a oh, yeah. chiropractor visit. It's a free chiropractor visit. <laughs> did, you, did you see the Imagineering show when the man that designed it signed it? I cried. I was <laughs> it. Cute little old man. And there is a basketball, not court, but there is a basketball hoop at the top of the Matterhorn.
1: And you know, Tinkerbell, she comes out of there at the fireworks show, does her little slide down. Casey, I can't believe you didn't touch on... I was going to let you do it. You were. You're so sweet. Even though, like that is, I, it's way better there. It's so good. The pre-show in Disneyland is amazing. Yeah, it has all this like history of Hawaiian gods. So each god comes alive for a minute and talks. They say not ride. It's not a ride. But that they're it's gonna true. know. But it's an attraction. They're What not is it? Rides. They're all attractions. You
2: have to let Dana know she's never been. What is it? So we don't know oh, what we're talking yeah. about. The Tiki there Room,
1: was, of course. There we, go. Oh. there we go. So yeah, so it has all of. The little gods outside, they all have like a little placard. And then the pre-show goes on for a few minutes before you're actually allowed into the building. And they each do their little like, I'm, I'm Maui. And he tells you the story of who he is within Hawaiian legend. And then the best part of it is you can get the Dole Whip stand is attached to the tiki room. And you can get your Dole Whip from inside the queue and take it with you on the ride. We will talk about, we will talk about the Dole Whip situation out there. there. Wait, so
3: Maui, Maui's at the
1: Tiki Room? Not that Maui. Not, oh. not the Rock. The Rock is not there. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, because I was so really excited. I was so excited. That was really rude of me. I'm so sorry. Well,
2: not on this episode, but if she heard the Rock was there, she'd pop right in. <laughs> We'd be right going
1: right now.
3: Yeah, oh, wait, up. it's not open. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, we're going in. Okay, guys, tell me about the must-do photos. Where do I have to get my picture taken,
5: or what do I have to take a picture of while I'm there? My one tip first is, like Sydney said earlier, get your Max Pass because your pictures are included. And definitely, though, like for your own pictures, when you walk into Disneyland, you need to stop. Do not walk down Main Street. Look over and make sure you look at Walt's lamp, okay? Just take that in. Don't worry about the castle. Worry about that lamp. Hmm. That... That was, that got it for me. I mean, and walking down, I mean, I'm not gonna say, like, their castle is, like, bad, but it's not as spectacular.
2: Those are fighting words to some people.
5: I know. And I'm fine with that.
0: It's gorgeous. I think it's beautiful, but it's just not the size of Cinderella's castle. It doesn't take your breath away, like, in a way that Cinderella's castle does. The Matterhorn is taller. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. I think Fantasyland has really good photo ops. Um, They have, like, some ride vehicles outside of all the rides there. So, like, you can get a picture in Mr. Toad's ride vehicle, Dumbo ride vehicle, a teacup. They have, um, like, the White Rabbit's little house with the little tiny door, and you can go up to it and take a picture next to that. Moby Dick on the storybook canals. And then... I love that ride. There's Pixie Hollow, which is really cool. They, like shrink you down to pixie size and the grass blades are like super tall you can't see anything once you're in there and you can meet Tinkerbell and some other of the pixies that are in there and then going over to DCA I think Cars Land is beautiful there's so many photo ops you can do in Cars Land
5: I like the one with the two little cars that they have by the sign and then they like decorate them I mean I've only been during like an event going on but like they had them decorated in Halloween costumes and then they had them for um, Pixar Fest. They had them in Buzz and Woody and it was really cute.
0: They also have like the movie posters, like oh, yeah, like a story, story one and an Incredibles one and they put the cars like on them. So that's cool. I think Pixar Pier is a perfect place to take pictures. You got the Fun Wheel, you've got the Incredicoaster, you've got Poultry Palace, like all the little shops along the way are so cute and themed great place to take pics. I think I know the answer to
3: this one even though I don't know the answer to many of them. But what are the differences between the character interactions between World and Land?
2: Okay, so like I said I haven't been there in a while, so I will say the one thing that I remember as a child that I really loved. The characters walk free around the park. You're not waiting in like really long lines and there's no cues to meet them. They just roam the park free. You could see Donald somewhere. You could see Mickey somewhere. And it's actually really magical. It's really nice. So I enjoy that, that they roam free.
1: So I'll add to that. Yes, there are definitely characters that roam free. You also have characters that you can queue to meet. Okay. So like Mickey and Minnie, you can meet on Main Street, and they are just out on the sidewalk. There is a line to meet them, but it's not the same as like meeting Mickey at Town Square um, okay. where it takes forever to wait in that yeah. line the fast pass. yeah it's much easier to see them but one of my favorite things about characters at disneyland is that there's tons of rare characters that you can see like for example um corolla deville is often at the tunnel at the entrance when you're walking on into main street she'll kind of hang out right there um, as you walk in you can see like maleficent and the evil queen walking around the queen of hearts is sometimes in the area between um Fantasyland and Mickey's Toontown so there's there's a lot of people kind of doing the roaming thing that you don't necessarily get to see on a regular basis in Walt Disney World. I wonder why that is.
2: I think it's too crazy at Disney World. It is. It
1: also has you trained to like wait in line and make fast passes ahead of time and stuff and Disneyland it's the world's most famous regional theme park so most of the people who go there are annual pass holders they live and travel from within 100 miles so if you had to plan ahead like that it would ju- it just doesn't work you gotta have it be free
2: is it chaotic though like like if you're meeting carol de like do, are people like no i was here before you i want a picture with her do they take pictures
1: is they it- do take pictures there's usually like a little line like people are pretty respectful if they're standing there they're not just like all crowding around um okay. But you can, you know, just jump in. I don't really love waiting in line for a character myself unless I'm with someone who's really into that. And so I'll walk by and take a picture, like, as they're interacting with someone else. But I'm not necessarily, like, standing there waiting my turn to walk up and take a picture unless it's someone. There will
2: be, like, some sort of order. So it's not, like, totally.
1: Yeah, it's not complete chaos. Cool.
4: Part of me, Disney World, I miss the free roaming characters. that's one of the things I remember when I was little is coming around the corner and not expecting to see Mickey, which Mickey was of course always the hardest to find. but I remember one of my favorite like free roaming Disney World was they were doing like a space theme, I guess it up caught so Mickey and Minnie and the others were all in like space suits, like their silvery spacesuits, and we came around the corner and they were doing a dance party in their spacesuits. I mean everybody was like in a big circle and I don't know, it's more fun to randomly run into them. But, you know, kind of following up with what Sydney said as far as their free roaming, you can use the app and when you open it, that's where the characters are at that current time. They don't have necessarily a, you know, Mickey meets from 10 to 11 right here and Chip and Dale meet from 11 to 12 right here. So you just open the app and figure out where who you like is at that current time and you try to get there. So
1: I have a super fun random character walking by story. Um, One of my my oldest friend in the world, we've been friends since we were two and we've been going to Disney together since we were like seven years old. We were walking down Main Street one day and randomly we walk under these trees and a bird poops on her arm. And she's like holding her arm out, freaking out, like, ah, uh, just being so dramatic. And her favorite character ever, the evil queen, walks by and sees what's happened and is like, that bird, you know, Snow White talks to the birds. This is her fault. Oh, my God. And like turns oh, and walks away back down into the, the cast door. My friend's just like, oh, my God, I'm so happy the bird poked on me. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's really good.
4: That's awesome.
5: Like, That's fantastic. Are there what? Oh, sorry. Nope. Go. Uh, one of the craziest things I seen on our first trip out there was we were in fantasy land and they were just walking. They weren't taking pictures or doing anything. They were just walking by and waving. Fell in the beast in their like yellow dress, whole get up. Whole wow. hands walking through. I have a picture from behind like we might have to share that later but yeah it was so mind-blowing to me that I'm like you can barely get Belle in her yellow dress anymore.
1: I love that you say that because you as you're like describing that they do that I'm like yeah of course they do that every day like I don't know what the problem is because to me it's normal that's just out here. Are there a ton of characters out there that you can't meet at Disney World? I think we get a lot more of those rare characters just on the regular instead of, whereas you guys have to meet them at, say, a Christmas party, a Halloween party, and an after-hours event. Um, We get a lot of those characters on a pretty regular basis. The Marvel characters. At DCA, yeah, you can meet, like, Star-Lord, Gamora, Groot come out all the time. Captain America's out there all the time. Captain Marvel was there for a while. You can see Spider-Man every day. Like, there's, there's a lot of people that you can meet. Black Panther, Black Widow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Monsters, Inc. characters over there, too. They have, I don't know, Coco characters. And um, they always do, like, a Chinese New Year thing. So Mulan will be out quite a bit around that time. Ah, uh, my favorite. How many Mushu's out? I don't know how they would do Mushu. He's like, I have
2: seen pictures of him from, like, back in the day. They do have a Mushu, but I...
1: have one somewhere. I've I haven't seen, seen him out. I've seen Li Shang. We get, like, Fancy Nancy walking around, too. Like, around King, where... Uh,
2: yeah. What's the rarest character everyone's met? I met Remy and Emile. Ooh. Yeah. Oswald. Oh, that's cool.
1: <laughs> I met Mary
0: Poppins and Bert just walking down the street. They were together. Oh,
2: my God. Stop. I would sob. Mary Poppins I was like, like, my <laughs> favorite.
1: Again, I'm like, this is normal. You mean that's rare? Sorry, guys. Yeah. And if they
2: are, and then when the rare characters do come out of Disney World, Oogie Boogie was out once. It was like a four and a half hour line.
1: Yes. All right, guys.
3: Now I want you to tell me about the hotels on property, good neighbor. Where do we have to stay? Where should we not stay? How's
1: the setup? Start us off, Amanda. Okay, so to start off, Grand Californian is amazing. You really can't beat it for location. It actually has its own private entrance into California Adventure. So we stayed there a couple of years ago, and it's it's literally so nice to be able to just like pop back over to the hotel and either take a rest or change your shoes or change your pants when you rode Grizzly River Run, and now you're soaking wet. Um, You just you really can't beat it for that. Theming wise, I will say like it feels very Pacific Northwest, which to me as a Pacific Northwesterner is not super exciting. But um, if you like Wilderness Lodge feel, like this is very similar to that. Oh, really? That's awesome. I love Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, it's really great. It just looks like home to me. Which is okay. I don't mind being at home, I guess. The Disneyland Hotel of all three on-property hotels is definitely my favorite. It has the most like Disney charm and feel like even the wallpaper in the bathrooms in the lobby like makes me want to cry it's so cute and fun it's a little bit more of a walk it's at the far end of downtown disney so you have to walk through all of downtown disney to get to the park entrances but you can take the monorail from downtown disney into disneyland and that's not a super far walk so there's a plus there they also have teacups in the lobby, which is so much fun. Yeah, we were sitting in those waiting for our room, and then Chip and Dale just walked out, and Goofy! Yeah, because Goofy's kitchen is downstairs, so you can do character dining. And Trader Sam's is by the pool, which is amazing. Yep. Dole and Whip you, with you, Rum, always you a can good thing. pet the feral cats. Yes, um, also monorail slides. Just have to say, Mickey-shaped hot tubs and monorail-shaped slides at the Disneyland Hotel. What? I will send you pictures. It's amazing. I
5: need that. that was yes. my room view. Was the monorail pool?
2: This yeah. is one thing that I actually know a lot about because I did a lot of research for the hotels for my trip, and I was originally booked at the Anaheim Hotel, which is off-property. So we're talking about how amazing these on-property hotels are. It is not necessary at Disney World. I will say till I die. It is really necessary to stay on-property. Disneyland, it's not, and honestly. I don't know a lot of people that I can afford to stay on property. Even the Pixar Pier, there's three on-property hotels. Grandfuck, Californian, Disneyland Hotel, and Paradise Pier. The most affordable one is Paradise Pier, and in my opinion, it's not worth it, and it's still not affordable. So I would rather stay off-property than there. So I was booked at the Anaheim Hotel. It was a little bit of a walk, but most of the off-property hotels are right across the street. I did so much research. That's all I could really suggest is do your research. Don't just blindly book something. Read the reviews. The animal Hotel apparently you could see the fireworks from the pool, but then of course last minute I changed my reservation to the Grand Californian.
3: <laughs> That's so new. <laughs> That's so. I to be able to. Do.
2: Okay. I was calling every day. Uh, I think I did it mainly for like the spa that they had there and then the location. But what you're telling me about the Disneyland Hotel sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. But don't go listen to this and then go to book the Disneyland hotel because we said it's so great and cry when you see the price. Right. We cry when we see the price too.
5: You mm-hmm. can do good neighbor hotel packages. And If the only way you can get
2: there is to stay on property, do it. There's so many restaurants across the street, like like family, like there's like IHOPs and like McDonald's. And so and you can to of- a lot of money, like good restaurants that like your family save a ton of money. So you can mm-hmm. eat there and then walk back to your hotel. But these all property hotels are walking distance. There's so many that are walking distance. I love that you just said there's so
3: many good restaurants and you listed McDonald's.
2: <laughs> I know, but like, I don't know, for like your kids, like if you're trying to save some money. No, you know, I
3: was Little Caesars. <laughs> am I going to survive?
2: Like, like I'd rather go to McDonald's every day of my trip than eat Little Caesars once.
3: I was thinking though, that would be amazing for Ella because I'd rather go buy her $4 Happy Meal than pay $24
2: for a meal. She's not going to tell. Yeah, when I say good, I don't mean like, oh my God, this is like the best food you're ever going to have. But like, right. if, like if you're not on like. We're always spending so much money at the parks it's not like disney world where you have to take a plane and a boat <laughs> and a skyliner <laughs> and a unicycle and get you to McDonald's. like you could literally just run across the street and get for them like on your way back to the room but literally just do your research like when i was researching going to disneyland i would look at a hotel type it into google maps and see how far the walk was like it's that simple so don't blindly book an all-property hotel look into it i think the anaheim hotel was a good choice I probably yep. would have liked staying there,
1: but it's been updated in the last few years too. I stayed there once on a like girls only trip, and it was it was a little janky. I won't lie. Yeah, but it it's been updated since then, and it's quite a bit better. Okay, and if you're not staying at, so I actually stayed at a like Homewood Suites down a little bit further. There's a secondary parking lot for Disneyland where you can actually just like walk in and jump on a Disneyland bus if you're at one of the hotels on that end. And the Anaheim area has the Anaheim Resort Transportation System, so it's a bus system that works very similar to how Disney World's bus system works. You just, you can add a park or a bus pass onto your package and then you have transportation built in and can just like walk out to the street and jump on and then get to the parks that way.
3: Wow. Okay, guys, next up is my favorite subject and what I miss most about Disney World is the nighttime
0: parade. So tell me about the nighttime entertainment, Kayla. I have to talk about the world of color. This show makes me ball my eyes out. I cry every single time I see it every single time. It's a water show, so they have like streams of water and they project the lights onto it. And they use the back of like Pixar Pier, the Incredicoaster um, for the projections as well. And it's just amazing. The music's great. They have like a little nod to Walt in it and he talks. And that's the part that makes me cry. It's incredible.
2: I had the most perfect trip planned in April. And in Disneyland, they will do dining packages for these shows so if you book the dining package you'll get like a better seat because the seating there amanda will explain that a lot better
1: there's not seating that's that's it that's the, yeah <laughs> there's no seating that's the answer
2: yeah so when you book a dining package like i did to like ensure you get a little bit of a better seat because i had one for everything i had a dining package for the new daytime parade i had a dining package for world of color and Fantasmic. and then you can fast pass those things too max pass. fast fast fast
5: my favorite is phantasmic I know that it's like my favorite show at Disney World. It is entirely different than the Hollywood Studios version. I don't even want to like spoil it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just going to say it blows it out of the water. If they had the same amphitheater, it'd be amazing. But you got to like sit on the ground, stay in there. But it's worth it. The other thing is the Paint the Night Parade is off the chain whenever they're doing that i seen the remember dreams come true fireworks they don't do fireworks every night and then like if the wind is like a certain thing they don't do it right but remember dreams come true you guys was wishes on steroids so good like when it started the starlight star br- i bawled my head off because i thought i would never hear that again And then it goes through, like, and it does, like, Pirates and the Tiki Room, and and it goes through, like, all of Disneyland, like, it's such a true Disney show, and I love Happily Ever After, but I feel like it doesn't reflect the park as much, whereas this did. I loved it. I loved everything. I loved World of Color. I cannot say enough about Disneyland's nighttime entertainment, even though you kind of got to plan around that, because they don't do them every night like they do in Disney World.
1: It's true because they are located like in a city and everything's packed around it. There's a lot more city ordinances and they have to be a lot more respectful of like their neighbors. So, they they do limit when they're going to do those things. I will say both shows, Fantasmic and World of Color, you can do fast passes for those and they do not count against your other fast passes throughout the day. So you can get better seating that way, but you do kind of need to plan on camping out if you want decent seating. Um, And I'm saying seating in like air quotes because you should stand. There is no seating. It is all just like piling around the, um, you know, like the railings at the Rivers of America or at Paradise Pier. That's...
3: How long do you have
1: to stake out your spot? If you want a good one, I'd say a solid hour with a fast pass um not necessarily with a fast pass. I've gotten decent seating with just a fast pass and going like half an hour before beforehand. Cool. I wouldn't say it's amazing, and I'm literally like i'm five nothing i I can't see over anyone. um the last time I watched World of Color, I watched it by holding my phone up over my head and videoing it so that oh, I could God. look up and see it um but it's worth it. It's so good.
2: Do the parents do the Disney World special and put their kids on their shoulders? Oh, always. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, yeah. that's my favorite.
1: Never great. done that
3: in my life, and it makes me just as angry, I want to tell you. I I think love
1: you for that.
2: Yeah. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the worst to deal with.
1: It's awful. So one of the cool things that Disneyland has been doing a lot now is... With the nighttime firework shows that they've been doing, they've been changing them up each year based on whatever celebration is going on. But they're doing projections not just on the castle, but they'll use all of the buildings in Main Street. They will use the Matterhorn. They will use some of the water screens for that they normally use for Fantasmic. And they will use the facade of It's a Small World and do projections all over the park. So you actually kind of need to see the fireworks a couple of different times to be able to go to all the different spots and get views because they are completely different. Oh One God. year, or the year, the 60th celebration, they turned the Matterhorn into Mount Wanahakalugi. And instead of Tinkerbell flying out of the castle, it was Nemo who was like traveling over Mount Wanahakalugi. And it was just so cute. All of Main Street had like these like seaweed balloons that blew up and everything looked like bubbles and it was all of the the fish from the tank and finding nemo it was so much fun that's really cool
2: that is fun people want to say that disneyland is a smaller park and all that but you would never see that at disney world like that just sounds so cool
1: yeah it definitely is smaller like you shouldn't go to disneyland coming from disney world expecting the same scale yeah but it has so many unique, quaint, charming touches. And yeah,
2: special for like different reasons. That's so. That's so amazing.
0: For sure. I was just gonna say when I go to Disneyland, I go with a group of eighteen people, and so when we we do like one night to watch the fireworks because coordinating that every night just doesn't work, mm-hmm. and we take turns staking out our spot, and we start literally at like four p.m. and like four of us sit in four corners, and then we switch out, go do rides. And then other people come and sit. So I think if you want a primetime spot, you definitely have to save your seat. And the best bet for a world of color or Fantasmic is to do the dining package. Agreed. I had the best trip book,
2: guys. I had all dining packages for everything. I had the walking in Waltz footsteps tour. And bam.
1: That's my favorite tour. You have you have to do it when you go I booked it for
2: my first trip. And I've done Keys to the Kingdom. And everyone was like, don't do a tour your first trip. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing a tour my first trip. I don't care. And I was very excited for that.
5: It's different
1: at Disneyland. It is, because, like, it literally, like, you get to see things like Walt's apartment and yeah, really learn the history. And it literally, this is a place that Walt Disney touched. walked. You can see things he touched. And even rides, you know, that you are cloned in Disney World. In Disneyland, they have his actual like touch and he had the final say and it just there's something so special about that
2: i know i was very excited for that when they open that'll be the first thing i rebook
1: good you should food is next you guys talk food to me sydney
2: okay like i said i haven't been there for a while but me and my mom vividly and my mom doesn't remember anything my mom literally does not know what she had for breakfast yesterday but my mom vividly remembers the soup bread bowls from Royal Veranda, and she remembers their churros. And every time she eats a churro at Walt Disney World, she goes, it just doesn't hit the same as Disneyland. She hasn't been there in like 15 years, and this woman has the worst memory in the world. And she remembers the churros, and she goes, yeah, when you walk into Disneyland, you go straight, and then you make a left, and then you make another right, and then you're in New Orleans, and you go get the bread bowl with the soup in it. And I was like, how do you know that? I I work 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, and she can't remember my work schedule which she remembers where to go, get the soup and the bread bowl. Like that's it was how that
3: we, good. It was that uh, good.
2: And I was gonna go and it was like gonna be hot out in Cali and I was like, I'm getting it. I don't care. I was gonna get the New England clam chowder. And then yeah, the churros are just so much better there. And if you talk to someone that's been to both, they will scream it to the end of eternity. Disney World's churros are horrible. They are. Dis the are amazing. It's true.
1: They can't be helped.
2: That is all I could offer to this conversation.
1: So when it comes to food, I have I have two words for you. Lobster nachos. Oh my god. Oh so, Lamplight Lounge at Pixar Pier in California Adventure is incredible. It actually sits out over the water and fun fact is a super cool place to watch um, World of Color. You can, it's right up close. It's an a bit of an odd angle, but it's a really cool experience. But they serve lobster nachos that are to die for. And if you are not into the seafood, you can do carne asada nachos or surf and turf, all of which are amazing. They also have a secret drink menu there, which you should look up on Pinterest or Google or whatever before you go. Um, They do really cool things like the Fun Wheel, uh, Neverland Tea. They'll do something a purple drink. So it's like the purple potion supposed to go with the purple potion ears. And you actually pour a shot into it that makes it turn a different color super fun. And they make amazing house-made donuts, all of which are delightful. Do you have to have a Um, reservation there? You should always have a reservation there. They will accept walk-ins, but it is not, I would not recommend trying to do it. They also do brunch on the weekends there. And the brunch is to die for. Their chili killies are amazing. They do all kinds of really yummy stuff. They do a cinnamon toast crunch cocktail for breakfast. I'll send you pictures of that too. So good. So good. And Casey mentioned earlier, Carsland, Cozy Cone is where it's at. They have the cheddar garlic bagel twists and pretty much anything you can get in a bread cone is good. Um, they'll do bacon mac and cheese. They do chili cone carne. Haha. Ha. Um, and then they'll always have like a seasonal One as well, which are usually really good. I've had like a taco-style cone. They do like a Italian like pasta and chicken and pesto in a cone. They're all super, super yummy. And cookie num-nums. If you go on the Incredicoaster, as you get off, is the little cookie num-num stand where they bake Jack Jack's chocolate chip cookie num-nums fresh. And I know Hollywood Studios has these. I was so excited to get it there when we were there for a retreat in February, and it was awful. Oh, God. It totally let me down. They're so like dry and overbaked in Hollywood studios, but in Disneyland, man, California Adventure, they are soft and gooey and warm and so amazing. I can't say enough about them. You should all have one. So legit one morning, just just because you all know I take re- a ridiculous amount of photos when I go to Disney. One morning, my friend and I went, we ran into the Grand Californian because they have a little place called Whitewater Snacks that does Mickey-shaped donuts. So we got cute little donuts. We went and took pictures of them. We had our Vente Starbucks that we had grabbed on our way in. So we each ate a donut, slammed a 24-ounce coffee, got on Incredicoaster, rode that, got off. Got an, a cookie num num, ate that and then went and got on Guardians. And it might have been one of the best and worst decisions of my life. <laughs> there was a lot to do in an hour. <laughs> I would have left my mark on that ride if I had all that in my stomach. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they would have
2: known I was there.
4: <laughs> For me, the food was the Mickey shaped beignets. I mean, first of all, you can't go wrong with beignets. But second of all, they're shaped like Mickey. And they can be found in New Orleans Square at the Mint Julep Bar, which you also should have a mint julep to go with it. But that was my favorite thing I had the whole time. And they come in either, I think it's either three or five.
1: Um, Fun fact, you can also get those beignets at Cafe Orleans which is my favorite place to go when I'm in Disneyland.
4: But in
2: Disney World, you have to take a unicycle, a uh, helicopter, <laughs> then, um, straddle down.
4: Time car, a DeLorean. You, you got to scuba dive, too. Three you know, days later.
2: <laughs> I come out of one of the toilets in the bathroom to get to the French Quarter Hotel to get the,
5: a beignet. So I love Cafe Orleans just because my favorite thing there, you can get it at Blue Bayou, but only at lunch and I like to have it for dinner. My favorite thing at Disneyland, Monte Cristo. It is this fried dough with ham and cheese and powdered sugar. Dip it in the jelly. Oh, it's so good. And my other thing, so we were mentioning Dole Whips earlier. We all know I love my Dole Whips. However, at Disneyland, my snack of choice is churros because The Dole Whip's at Disneyland kind of make me feel like I'm at a Menchie's. What? It's more watered down. It's in a
1: smaller cup. I just was like, Okay, okay. Have you been to Tropical Hideaway yet, though? No, it opened right after the Mm. last time I was there. So there they have multiple flavors of Dole Whip. That's for Sydney, though. Sydney likes other flavors. I like them like swirled together I like the pineapple but it's a lot it's very you know tart like in Disney World I want to eat it with the pineapple upside down cake to like yeah cut it a little bit right so I love getting it with um the orange at Tropical Hideaway and then you get bao buns and you get pineapple lumpia and it's like an experience it's
5: so good that is right on my list next time I go there I want to go to Tropical Hideaway so bad
2: so what's the verdict where's the dollop better where's the same
1: Disneyland aloha i at disney world okay that's it well, i don't like it disagree and i'll still love you it's okay but
2: i just hate dole whips in general and the one thing well, that i i can tolerate i didn't know was dole whip did you ever have the res revenge in disney world amanda no hear of it okay so it's strawberry fanta and i was talking about it i was like oh it's strawberry fanta with strawberry soft serve they're like you mean strawberry dole whip and i was like no i don't like dole whip it's strawberry soft serve and they were like no no you like some it's sort a, of dole whip I was it's like, a oh, different
5: flavored dole whip uh,
2: yeah. So I'll try it in Disneyland. I will.
5: And don't they have lemon somewhere at Disneyland too?
1: Uh, yeah, the abominable yeah. snow cone. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew they had lemon at some point at Pixar Pier. Yeah, you can get an adorable snowman and they'll do um lemon and vanilla and you can get it dipped in like there's blue raspberry. Wow. It goes with it. It's there. Yeah, I'm on their Dolwit game. Get that, that for an Instagram picture, eat yeah.
2: it and be like, and throw it out. I just know myself.
1: I was not a huge fan of the lemon one myself, but one of my best friends gets it every single time we go. And she loves it. So if you like lemon, it's tasty. It's refreshing.
4: I'm not a sweets person. I haven't said that I'd rather
1: have savory snacks than sweet snacks. She
4: does eat sweets. Don't let her fool you. What do I eat? Not like you do, Erin. No, not near as much as me. but she does eat. I don't
2: really like churros. My mom likes churros.
5: With their prunes. I mean, you know I've
4: had enough. My prunes out
5: of this. <laughs> Kayla, what is your favorite food in Disneyland?
0: Um, you guys have mentioned a lot of my favorites, but I have to add the corn dogs. They're hand dipped and they're so good. They're so much better than Disney World's. In fact,
1: I don't think Disney World's even compare. Mm-hmm. Like oh, no, we don't all. have the we don't have a corn dog cart like they do. So did you know at Corndog Castle in California Adventure, you can get a spicy version of the hand-dipped corndog and a cheese stick version, so like fried cheese in the batter and it's oh delicious. Oh my God, get
2: me on a plane right now. That
1: next. one's my favorite. Let's go, Sid, right now. Oh my God, um, Amanda, we'll stop.
2: I didn't even, I didn't know about the cheese stick and I did so I much. I didn't either. I did so much research. People I had this all is those like hand dipped dogs and I didn't know about the hand dipped cheese. I was so focused on the dogs, I didn't know about the cheese.
5: On the dogs. Dogs and the cheese. On the cheese. dogs. On the the dogs. dogs.
2: The dog I'm not a big corn dog person, but and like even like looking at them kind of freaks me out, but looking at those dogs got me really excited. I'm really excited <laughs> for a Disneyland corn dog. Right spicy on the dog. What makes the dog spicy?
5: The sausage is spicy. <sighs>
2: spicy sausage?
5: a sausage. <laughs> is there a spicy salami? It's not. I don't,
2: salami. I don't discriminate when it comes to the cured meats, so especially spicy ones. I'm very <laughs> excited for this journey that we're going to go on, Amanda.
0: <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, I also have to shout out the alfresco tasting terrace. They have really great like tapas there, but the best thing about it is the drinks, and it's a really good escape from the park. It's like upstairs, and no one really goes up there. It's just a great break, great relief. I think that we can all agree. Overall, the park food there is just better. I don't know if it's because they have less traction that they put more time into the food, but like even just the quick service there, I feel like is a better quality.
1: Oh my gosh, you guys, I can't believe I almost forgot to talk about Jolly Holiday Bakery. So it's my favorite like snack place in Disneyland. It's at the end of Main Street, it's Mary Poppins themed, and they have some of the best treats that you can get on property. They do the Matterhorn macaroon and the raspberry rose macaron they also always have super good seasonal treats and they do grilled cheese and tomato soup they do a lot of other like sandwiches and salads that are super amazing if you only try one sweet thing in disneyland i have to say make it a raspberry rose macaron it's to die for
2: I love that it's Mary Poppins themed. I feel like Disney World doesn't have enough Mary Poppins themed stuff.
3: Agreed. All right. I have to concentrate so hard to not call this Disney Springs, but I want to hear about Disney. I did it anyway. Downtown Disney. (laughs) I did it. It's just automatic. Downtown Disney.
1: I might have, like when I was trying to jot down notes, I might have started writing Disney Springs three or four times myself. Yeah. So downtown Disney is... To me, a really great way to start or end your trip. Um, When we fly in, we'll often have like a half day, either at the very beginning or very end of our trip. And it is also within walking distance. It kind of runs the gamut of the space between the two parks. And it has lots of great shops. But one of my favorite things to get down there is food, of course. And I have to recommend Black Tap Anaheim. They do burgers and crazy shakes. And they have a to-go window for their crazy shakes. And these shakes are seriously insane. Um, they'll have like full pieces of cake or brownies or um, cookies. And they're just coated in frosting and crumbles and deliciousness. You should definitely give them a try. But you should share with someone because you might die if you don't.
2: That originated in Manhattan. So when I was going on my trip, I wanted to book it. And everyone was like, don't book it. You can just go in Manhattan. And I was like, "You know what? I'm still going to go.
1: They have things that are specific to Anaheim, so yeah, you should yeah. give a shake. Yeah.
2: And I think they have a to-go window for the shake. So if you can't get a reservation, don't freak out. Just go get a shake anyway.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Every time I, like, scroll past, like, a picture of something from there on Instagram, I'm like, oh, that looks so good.
4: The biggest difference to me between Downtown Disney and Disney Springs is the size, way smaller. And the one store that I enjoyed the most was Disney Home. I was actually there shortly after it opened, and it was just, y'all know me and kitchen stuff. So I was in heaven. I bought way too much stuff. It's just really your nicer Disney-type things, your placemats, your kitchenware, all of that fun stuff. So it was just a really nice, fun store. Oh, and of course, your coffee mugs. I
0: think that Downtown Disney is fun because everything's so close together. Disney Springs is very expansive. And I think it's a lot to take in sometimes. I think you can definitely accomplish a lot at Downtown Disney. You can see it all. And it's really cool that it's literally connected to both Disneyland and, and DCA. So if you wanted to come out and have dinner there one night, it wouldn't be a super big deal or take three days to get there. They have an Earl of Sandwich, which I love and Sydney loves.
4: I love Earl of Sandwich. Hey, that place is good.
2: So good.
5: So good! i actually had it first in disneyland before i had it in disney world i like that they have that in both areas actually
2: because it's like if you can't get a reservation somewhere if you do want to just have a quick like less expensive meal like that's such a good option and you're still on disney property mm-hmm. and you're still gonna be satisfied and you're still have a good meal so love it awesome
0: a good choice also they have a place called kayla's cake so i have to shout that out they sell they sell macarons, which I love. Those are my favorite cookies. So it's perfect. It's named after me.
2: Ayla's cake. <laughs> that could be anything. They could that could be anything.
1: <laughs> that could be. <laughs> they also have a salt and straw, which is an ice cream shop that originated in my hometown in Portland. So it's kind of fun to go down there and see what because they do crazy ice cream flavors. Um, and they will do ones like specific to their local area. So it's always kind of fun to go see what they've created just for the Anaheim area.
5: Hmm. I like the Naples restaurante because it's like Via Napoli and Epcot. It's like the sister location. So you can get really good pizza there. They do have a little quick service area that you can get stuff at. I also like the uh, Marceline Bakery. I think that's super cute that it's the Marceline because it's such a homage to Walt. And it's like a mini confectionery Goofy's Candy Company. And that's where you get your treats
1: in downtown Disney.
2: I don't trust your opinion on the Italian food. So I will be skipping that and going everywhere else. No, I'm kidding.
1: So along with Casey's Favorite restaurant down there. They are part of something called Patina Restaurant Group, Mm, which has a bunch of the restaurants. They actually have a few in Disney Springs in Florida, but they have a bunch of restaurants in um, downtown Disney. And once a year around the holidays, they'll start selling gift cards. And if you buy a certain number of gift cards, they give you more money back in gift cards. So if you're planning a trip to Disneyland and you can time it right, I always try and buy a couple hundred bucks in gift cards because then you're actually like paying for some of those meals ahead of time and getting a bit of a discount which is cool. That's a great deal. that's a great tip. That's great.
2: There's a number of Disney World restaurants in the patina group.
1: They do but not as many of them accept the gift cards. Most of the ones in Downtown Disney do, but I've tried to do the same thing when we're going to Disney World and
2: they don't accept the gift card. That's crazy. They
1: that's don't crazy. always. Some of them do, but like the ones I really really like in Disney Springs, I couldn't use the last time. So Is what it is. It's fine. Um, And then my other tip. I'm fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. We're fine. I would
2: never have this problem at Disneyland.
1: It's true. (laughs) I can meet all the characters I want, just walking around, and they take my gift cards. Oh well.
2: Evil queen. Last time my friend getting pooped on and here I've defended $750 <laughs> and take a horse carriage here. So excuse, excuse you.
1: Disneyland is winning tonight. You guys, my other tip though, is there are two Starbucks locations in downtown Disney. So even though it's small, each end has its own Starbucks location, which will allow you to mobile order. Ooh. And you cannot do that at either Starbucks location on either main street or Bu- Buena Vista street in both parks. So you can mobile order, Grab your coffee and then get in line, or go hop into the parks that way, which is a bit of a time saver and really and nice. It.
2: And then fl- you flash it like uh, the Wayne's World, the V, like the VIP. <laughs> got my coffee. I'm good. Oh, you got my coffee. <clears throat> do they do the cute writing on it like they do at Disney World? Like, will they write your name cute and like make it cute? I don't know. Does that make sense?
1: Some of the baristas will, but in the magic in the parks and some of the products available are a little bit better inside the parks. And they are at the downtown Disney locations. But depends on your priorities. How fast are you trying to get in and how much caffeine do you need to do it?
2: Uh, I need the Instagram picture of my cup and the castle. So I will wait 45 minutes for the coffee I'm going to take three sips of and throw away. No.
0: (laughs) She says she's kidding, but she's not.
2: (laughs) No, that's a joke because I don't even drink coffee. Okay.
1: I know. (laughs) My coffee. We'll just have them write your name on it. It'll be fine.
2: Perf. Thank you. As long as they know... The right I bought this cup for a picture, and I actually, Erin was there. And then I, I took one picture with this, dumped the coffee out to go on a ride, and then put the cup in my lounge fly, and it cracked in half.
5: Dana, do we have
3: any magic mail this week? We sure do. We're going to do a rapid-fire magic mail. So Gianna asked, if you had to pick one thing Walt Disney World could get that Disneyland has, what would it be? Casey, name it. Fantasmic. How about you, Erin? Indiana Jones ride. Sydney? Avengers Campus! <laughs> Kayla? Cars Land! I want to go there so bad.
2: All right, Amanda. I'm a big Cars fan. Definitely not up there with my favorite Pixar's, but oh my god, that land looks amazing.
1: It's so good. Um, I think if I had to pick one thing, I would say an updated Matterhorn. Mm, that's Ooh. awesome.
3: Well, I can tell you, I'm sold. Let's go. We can't. Bummer.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> one day soon i can't wait
2: to i have one more question for amanda before we let her go okay do you prefer disney world or disneyland
1: Ooh. Mm.
4: the hot seat
1: Ooh. okay this is gonna sound like a cop-out and i swear to god it's not <laughs> disneyland is like my heart park like i literally i grew up going there it's it's was my dad and my thing growing up my mom would stay home, and she would send us on daddy-daughter Disney trips, and we'd go for long weekends. So it, it has more nostalgia and more like emotional connection to me. But Disneyland is like grown-up Disney World to me because there are more thrills, and there is more alcohol available, and there is more um, like unique dining experiences. So it de- it depends on what kind of trip I'm looking for. If I if you had to tell me I had to like pick go to Disneyland or go to Disney World, I would probably pick Disneyland.
2: It's a good answer. And we actually met, some of us met Amanda's dad and he is an angel. I mean, oh, yeah. I
4: love her dad.
1: Yes, yeah,
2: he was so sweet. To his core, just such a nice guy. So the memories you have there with him, I'm sure. Can is- he
1: take us to Disneyland? If you guys come down this way, he absolutely will go tote us around Disneyland.
2: I think I'm going, I honestly do think I'm going to rebook my December trip because I really, like for my first time going back an adult, I want wanted to be really special and I will definitely be letting you know when I go.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
2: Please, 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 please. And tweetle dumbasses will come with me.
1: I'll go, like, the perfect trip to me.